boy, here we go again. Come on, I haven't got much left. Just give me a few days to heal, okay? Then we'll start again on the left Feed hand and... me. I beg your pardon? Feed me. Tui, you talked. You, you opened your trap. You, you sing and you sing. Feed me, Crabon. Feed me now. Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Troglodyte Hover and Cult Film Review Podcast. I am Loki Jesse. Hey guys, it's Tim again. Tim, how are you doing today? It's it's a real hot one, isn't it? Yes, it's freaking hot outside. Yeah, man. Fuck. I don't know how we manage. Yeah, genuinely. Well, just kind of stay inside and don't. Or, yeah, or stay in the car. Yeah. It's funny because I was thinking of doing the... Uh, my second job of the d- deliveries mm-hmm. with the favor app. Um, no, I'm not sponsoring it. They're not sponsoring us. <laughs> but uh, it, it's it's too hot to, to Fuck be that delivering shit, right honestly, now. So yeah. I'd rather just... I need to go out after this. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm wearing a button up, unfortunately. Oh, shit. Where Where's your adventure taking you today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if you don't mind me asking. <laughs> We're going to Barnido. No idea. Really? It's up north. In in Laredo. Oh, okay. Is that a restaurant? It, it's a bar. Oh, okay. Oh, you're going to a bar. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. It's an outside bar. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. I'm ready to sweat. <laughs> Remind me to give you some extra bottles of water. For Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, oh. I know how we just, well, we just recorded well, actually, two two recordings ago, we did prom night. Oh, right? uh, yes. My nephew's actually going to his first prom today. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, so. we timed it just right, because I was worried that I already missed up prom season. No, no, no. You got it right on time, baby. All right. Awesome. <laughs> oh, you're with your true lies or t- total recall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting some great feedback on those episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, That's fucking the, the great. Numbers are, the numbers are good. Badass, I'll just say huh? it like that. Um, and um, yeah, if you like those episodes, send us an email at troglodyte, troglodyte, H-A-C-F at gmail.com or leave us a comment on the on our posts or Facebook, Instagram. I read them, so don't be mean. Yes. Or yeah, he reads them, so be mean. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm okay with that, too. Yeah, he's okay with everything. Some guy was complaining about yeah. one of your like early like episodes. He was? Yeah, on like Spotify or some shit like that. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, now I need to find out who this asshole is. Wait, was it an actual person or someone yeah, online? Yeah, I don't like someone online. Oh, okay. Someone on, like like a comment. Oh, okay. Something about like I don't fucking remember. See, I don't even fucking remember, but I, I was trying to Cuz I don't see any feedback. I wonder really? what that is. Well, I rarely like I look for it, but I don't find it. Mm. But it's out there somewhere. I don't know. I look at the comments. I look at the comments too, but I don't see anything. Well, I do see something, but I just don't see. No, I do see. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah, it's okay. Anyway, Fuck moving em. on. Today, uh, we're talking about 1986's Little Shop of Horrors. And this is your pick. Yes, thank you. Yeah. like We, we should do that more often. We should like we should try to rotate, you know, like my, one, one episode of my pick, the other episode of your pick. 
we should try to do that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that too. It's just that, like, um, like we, I don't want it to be all my episode. Can we watch uh, Grease next episode? That's the next episode? Yeah. Well, no, next episode would be my pick. Nah, I'm just <laughs> fucking with you. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. No, actually, no. I would, I would probably choose Phantom of the Paradise, but that would I've be for I've never later. heard of that. Oh, it's, it's Ryan Del Palma before, it's before Carrie. Okay. Yeah, it's before Carrie. Um, it's a good film. Phantom of the Opera? What, what no, Phantom of the Paradise. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's a musical too. Okay, badass. Um, so just like Phantom of the Opera then? Yeah, kind of like Phantom of the Opera, <laughs> except the opera is, the opera house is called the Paradise okay. instead of the, the opera. And the singer is this figure, just like Eric. And yeah, we should really do that one later down. Yeah, like, fuck it. I really should lend you my Shutter account so that where you could like watch some of these oh, horror films. I, you keep mentioning it and you haven't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's because I have it on the I have it on the Amazon channel. Ah, but and, well, you're okay. Don't worry. But about like it. then I would have to um give you my Amazon account and then you would mm. have to get off your Amazon account. I don't have an Amazon. What? Yeah. You don't? I don't have a lot of things. Okay. The only reason I have Tubi is because like it it's free. It's free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like I don't have an H- I had HBO for um uh wait you so you don't have HBO Max anymore no I don't I oh, got it sucks. for um Peacemaker oh because I I loved John Cena and that Suicide Squad movie uh-huh. and I was like I have to watch the the series so I got it for that like two months so that it was on like or that it was like premiering yeah and then I just got rid of it. <laughs> I mean, I have, like, the basics, which is really just Hulu. I mean, like, Netflix. Yeah. And that's as far as it gets. I I kind of dumped my Netflix for a while. Yeah? For a little bit. So now, now I just only got the Amazon, Shutter, Hulu, uh, and Disney+. Plus. Oh, and the HBO Max that comes through my cell phone provider. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's your cell phone provider? AT&T. Really? Oh, yeah, I might switch to AT&T then. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, uh, well. Well, oh, yes. Let's jump into wait, the movie. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So then where did you see Little Shop of Horrors? Do you own it? Tubi. Tubi? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't see it there. Well, maybe it is there and I didn't see it because I saw it on HBO Max. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I, I, I had it on. Well, Tubi had it. Oh, okay. That's cool. I wonder if it's like two different versions. Well. Do um, they die at the end? No. The one you saw on, on Tubi die at the end? Yeah, they died at the end. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah. Oh, then I saw the original release. Nah, I'm fucking Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Did you already know about the alternate ending? <laughs> we'll get to that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Christ, I hope that didn't spike. Uh, it did spike, but I'll just, I'll just, I'll just take care of that <laughs> in post. <laughs> in post. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, today's episode, wait, today's episode, today's movie we talk about um, Little Shop of Horrors, 1986, starring Rick Moranis, Ellen Green. I forgot what Is Mr. Green Mr. or Greeny. It's Green. They say Green. Green. Yeah. Okay. I was like, they they don't pronounce the e. That's fucking weird. I know, cause like there's just the, uh, that 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 chick from Twilight, Ashley Green. I think it's spelled the same way. The, okay. I think that the e at the end is silent. Okay. Well, which is weird. Fuck you. Or maybe it's it's yeah. It is part of your silent. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I keep distracting you. Continue. It's Sorry. okay. It's okay. So, um, Little Shop of Horrors is a musical that is um 
Okay, it is based on the on a on a cult film from 1960s, uh, Roger Corman's The Little Shop of Horrors. But this one, they dropped the the in the title, and it's based on the stage musical that was released in 1982. Then the film got made and got made in 85, well, 85 or 84, and then it got released in 86. And it's basically a stage musical version of the, it's, it's you know, it's a musical version. Um, the film starts with Moranis as Seymour, who is um, an adult orphan who lives underneath a flower shop, uh, Mr. Musnick's flower shop, who is his owner and guardian. And uh, also working there is um, Audrey, played by Ellen Green. And they are struggling business, which is about to close. Seymour, who studies exotic, exotic plants, finds um, a little weird plant at a Japanese store. He buys it. He's been taking care of it. He puts it in the front of the display window. It draws a crowd. Um, little do they realize that the plant is carnivorous. Um, on the first night after closing and selling big, uh, Seymour cuts himself and the plant starts, um, you know, wants blood. So Seymour feeds them a little drops of blood and business is booming. The plant keeps growing because Seymour keeps feeding the blood. The plant grows to an enormous size where it demands like a full bodies and fresh meat. Seymour, who is in love with Audrey, kills her boyfriend, um, Orion or Oran. Oran or Orion? I think it was Orion. I think it was Orion. Okay, so he kills him. He's gonna kill him, but he accidentally dies of a overdose of gas. Some type of laughing gas. So then Seymour chops him up. And unbeknownst to him, Mr. Musnick sees him chopping up the dentist, and Seymour feeds the feeds the boyfriend to the dentist. The next day, the cops are asking Audrey about Orion's disappearance. Audrey, Audrey and Seymour confess their love for each other. While Seymour goes back to the shop smitten, Mr. Musnick surprises him and is about to take him to the cops. When unbeknownst to him, Audrey too, um, like kills him and swallows him whole uh seymour gets all this fame and publicity which gets too much of him because of the guilt of him killing three two people uh he confesses about running away with audrey somewhere and then the he's gonna let the plant star but the plant demands food while seymour goes to get the plant actual fresh meat from the market um audrey two convinces audrey one to go to the shop he's gonna kill her seymour arrives us in time the, they get interrupted into a song piece by a businessman who wants to buy the rights to Audrey to make millions of plants. And then Seymour finds out that that was the Audrey 2's plan was to, you know, conquer the world. There's a big musical number, a fight. It ends with the building collapsing. Seymour's able to electrocute the plant. It blows up. And the film ends with Seymour and Audrey 2 married. And that's Little Shop Horrors. Woo! <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> I ain't really sure I do think so. <laughs> I just know it all by memory. So, um... We need to do like a, like a shorter summary. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, but, but I forget, I forgot to give people warning about the spoilers, but they pretty much know the, the format by now. There is going to yeah. be spoilers. Yeah. So, um, why did you pick this film? Dude, I... I was... I, I, I think I literally had just left. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, and and then I was like, it, it had already been in the back of my head. I was like, I wonder if he would want to do Little Shop of Horrors, and 
I literally just was like, yo, let's do Little Chupacabra. I don't know. My girl had always told me to watch it. Uh-huh. It had never crossed my mind. No. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, dude. Because it's, um, it's been a while since we've done a musical here. Oh, okay. And I think the last one we did was um, Rocky Harbor Picture Show. Oh. So um, it was a surprise to me that you wanted to do Little Shop of Harbors because um, I, I remember seeing it when I was a kid, like six or seven years old. Mm-hmm. That's all. And I saw it back, when, back in the VHS days. Mm-hmm. So it's... um. I grew up with this film, mm-hmm. and it just surprised me that you wanted to see it. So, uh, so you this was gonna this was your first time watching it. Uh, yes, yes, this is the first time watching it. Well, what did you think of it? I liked it. Was it like your amount of cheese? Yes, definitely. The the uh, cheese. And what about the music? Excuse me. What about the musical musical? Numbers? I loved it. I do. I like musicals. That's good. I, I didn't really figure you for a guy that like musicals. Really? I love musicals. To be honest, I guess, I guess it kind of like typecast you as... <laughs> <laughs> Continue, please. I stereotyped you as someone who's not going to like musicals. Really? No, <laughs> dude. I, I love musicals. You just don't like slow pace of horror films like no. Prom Night. No, <laughs> 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 oh, man. But what was your favorite song in this film? Uh, Downtown. Down to, yeah, that's yeah, a good I think, song. Was it the second or the third song of the movie? It was really good. I, I really liked it. Yes. Um, I liked it, too. It, it's very... It's just very good. It feels... It was... Ah, God, it's kind of uplifting. It's kind of hopeful. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of a downer. Yeah, I got you. Well, I I mean, I thought watching the movie, I was thinking, I was like, is this kind of like a like movie about like classism and kind of stuff like that? That that went away immediately. Yeah. But <laughs> well, it was it had that very fifties feel to it. That's yeah. the, that's a cool thing about it. It wasn't really like set in a modern time or nothing. They like said like we're gonna base this in the fifties, and that's where it's gonna be. Because the original, did you ever see the original one? No. Oh wow, you should totally see that. <laughs> it's very short. It's like. An hour, it's like barely over an hour. Really? Okay. But like it, it was, you said in the 50s. Yeah, it was no 60s or 50s. It was around that time. But um, yeah, it's very, it's nothing like the musical. Really? Okay. The musical is very, um, the stage musical and the film musical is very like different. So then, so then it's the original one. And then from the original one, they made a play. Yeah. It's stage musical, sorry. Yeah. And then. This one that we just watched is based off of this staged musical. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and did, do you know who directed this? No. You're going to freak out. Who? Frank Oz. Really? The voice of Yoda. Really? And Fozzie Bear and Miss Piggy. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude, he directed this film. That's badass. It is, dude. Waka, it's... waka. <laughs> <laughs> That's my <what> Miss Piggy. <laughs> oh, and he does Ralph, too. Ralph and uh, was of course Yoda. Yeah, he's done other um, things, but yes, he's done. He's directed a lot of good films. I didn't stuff, know that. Stuff that um, we should like look into one day. Yeah, but uh, God, there's like so much he's directed that. Oh, well, one of his first gigs was he had just finished uh, directed the. Sorry, he just finished directing the Muppets Take Manhattan. 
So they gave him, they, they asked him if he wanted to do this film. Well, because The Muppets is pretty much like a music-heavy yeah. uh, thing, too. Yeah, that makes sense. And he, um, he at first he turned it down because he didn't, uh, I forgot the reason why he turned it down. But then um, after looking at the script, he asked if he could rearrange some things. Uh-huh. And they said yes. And the stuff that he rearranged, it fit more better with him from um, to make it into a film. Okay. And it was pretty good. I mean, one thing that I noticed at the very beginning with the with the opening musical number with the they called them the Greek choirs, the the three girls. Yeah. But did you notice that when they were singing in the rain, they weren't getting wet? No. They dude dude, seriously, go back to that scene. Uh-huh. Pay attention because they're right there singing in the rain, uh-huh. and none of them are getting wet. Wow. They, I, He doesn't even know how he pulled that off, but he did. Because everything around them is getting drenched wet, and they are not. So, I don't know. He doesn't know how he did that either. That's hilarious. But, like, he, they managed to, to do that, that number, and none of those girls got wet from the water falling down. Yeah, yeah. And that is a good number. Well, that is no, I I didn't notice it. Now I need to like see it again. And those girls were um were named it's, after like some of the singers. Yeah, like the Ronettes, Charlotte, and I forgot what the other one was uh, named. Crystal. Crystal. Yeah. So, excuse me again, but wow, like very fifties influence, totally all the way. You were gonna see some of the Rippy. No, no, no. Yes, you were. Was I? I don't know. I don't fucking idea. <laughs> Did you interrupt me? I don't. I don't. You were gonna mumble something, then you stopped. Uh-huh. Okay. Keep going. Shut up. Right, you shut up. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> I, well, I think I remember. <laughs> I think I remember what I was gonna say. Um, no, I was gonna mention like the cast. I mean, it, oh, was, yes. it was fucking stacked, dude. It, they wanted. They wanted, um, they wanted like big name people for this film, and they immediately thought of Rick Moranis uh-huh. as Seymour, yeah, because oh my god, like he is like the ultimate, like I like I put in my questions for you, yeah, the ultimate, the ultimate pushover, pushover, like the iconic nerd of the eighties, you know, like yeah, aside from the Rens of the Nerds, he was just flying high at that time because of Ghostbusters. And oh, so this was done after Ghostbusters. This was, yeah, this was okay. done after Ghostbusters. I have no I, sense of time before I was and born. And also, I think a few months later, he <laughs> was in Spaceballs. Really? I don't know oh if my Spaceballs God. was before this or after this. Okay. But, um, <laughs> man, he is just so iconic, man. Yeah, man. It's he fucking could badass. The, he could be the ultimate pushover or the total nerd. Or yeah. like any, did he just give? He can never be the tough guy. Well, actually, there's this one film that we should do later down the line. Okay, that where he is a tough guy. He plays the straight man, and he kicks ass. It's called My Blue Heaven with Steve Martin and Joan Cusack. Okay, and oh god, like he is. So it's like the first time I ever see Rick Moranis kick ass. Okay, because he's usually played. You know, usually he's like the he's the passive aggressive, nerdy passive aggressive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Push over, literally. But um, dude, I mean, I 
Bill Murray, I don't know if we're like jumping into it already. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Bill Murray was a fucking surprise. <laughs> yeah. So then um let's go to that question. So that was like your favorite like, cameo of the celebrities? Yes. Yes. Bill Murray, I mean, but I I have a fucking sweet spot for Bill Murray. I mean, I thought Jim Jim Belushi was yeah, like a nice cameo too. Which seeing it now, if it, it had just like passed like if Ghostbusters had just been made, that means that Jim Belushi was still probably still going through like yeah his brother's death. Yeah, well, mm, no, because like Belushi, I forgot what year Belushi died. Belushi probably, I think he died when he was thirty three. So um, probably like in um, the early eighties, early eighties, somewhere around there. Cause, yeah, because he was still going. Well, I think he died a year before Ghostbusters was like written. Because uh, I know he that he I know was that the original uh, Peter Bateman. Well, he was going to be the Peter Bateman. Yeah, well, he was going to be the Bill Murray character. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he's going to be the Bill, Mur- Bur- Bill Murray character, and I know oh, what's his name. I'm blanking out. Uh, uh the Ian, writer of Ghostbusters. Uh, Ian Ra- Ramos or Ramos? Huh? No, no, no. <laughs> Ramos. Ian Ramos. Ian Ramos Ian, is, Ian another, is also a Ian no Ram- Ramos, isn't it? Ramos. Oh, da- anyways. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> It is. Uh, the guy that came out with Jim, uh, John, John Belushi on uh, Blues Brothers. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Yes. He wrote that character for John Belushi. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. 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 And I, I got to ask, like, Bill Murray really have lived his life. Dude, I love that. <laughs> I loved it so much, dude. Do you, do, okay, do you know in the original one? In the original black and white one, uh huh. You know who played that part? I mean, I googled it right now, but I'm <laughs> I'm hoping it, I'm I'm correct as a fucking yeah, as a Nicholson. Yeah, Jack yeah. Nicholson origin ori- originated that role. Really? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! But um, but Bill Murray took it over the top, dude. It was so good. It's like when they were editing the edit. It was like such a nightmare for the editor uh-huh. since Bill Murray kept ad-libbing his lines. It's like he couldn't find, he couldn't edit it right because he, every his dialogue was so different. Yeah, yeah. So it's just dude, it was so good. <laughs> I loved it, and he was only on like the movie for like five minutes, right? I think it's kind of funny that that the the Orion dentist. That, I'm just gonna say Orion. Yeah, that fuck o- it. Orion. Was so disgusted by him that he was enjoying the he pain. He was enjoying it. <laughs> that, like, when this guy enjoys giving people pain. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it didn't turn him on that somebody was enjoying it. So he's, by the way, it's like he... <laughs> complete. Like, I mean, from what I know of Steve Martin, I've never seen him as, like, the bad guy in a movie. I never... I'm so used to him. Okay, when I was young, when I first saw this, I really thought that was like an Elvis. I really thought that was young Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know at the time because, you know, he had the black hair. Yeah. And he looks you know, super different. The, you know, the, the Elvis snar yeah. and the movement and the way he sang and then the old mama. It's just like, I really thought that was Elvis when I was a kid. <laughs> and I never knew that was Steve Martin. I'm sorry, doctor. And, I can't do the voice. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm sorry, Doctor. Uh, it's just blue. I'm so used to seeing Steve Martin with silver hair. Yeah. With, yeah. yeah. With that silver I feel like he's always hair. had silver hair. Yes. He's always had that silver hair. Well, I mean, like, I've, I've, I'm used to him, like, from, like, Cheaper, from, cheaper by the Dozen? Is it yeah. Cheaper by the Dozen? 
Yeah. They're just being like the dad. I'm so used to him from, well, um, I grew up on him, so um, I keep saying that, but I did. Like, I'm so used to from like Father of the Bride, um, The Man with Two Brains, uh, My Blue Heaven, or, uh, God, he's done like so much films. And I like, I like how he does this one skit um, where um, he, I, he does, like he does, when him and Tina Fey were like were, were presenting an award, and she just kept looking at him, and he looks at her and he's like, "Don't do that, don't do that, don't fall in love with me." I love how he does that. <laughs> I I just love that, that that his arrogance, his ego. Yeah. It could be like, "Don't do that, don't fall in love with me." <laughs> oh my God! Did you ever see that time when he was on Conan? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, I love Conan though. So, because um, C. Martin plays the banjo and was- oh yes, yes, I remember. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> continue. 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 No, like you know, like Conan, like well, I got my banjo here, and Simar's like, oh, oh, that's nice. Uh, I got my banjo in the dressing room. Like, oh, I thought we could just you know like play like a few notes. <laughs> and then Simar's like, oh, kind of looks annoyed. He's like, okay, all right. And then like I'll start. Like you know, and then like Conan does like a few notes, and then Simar's like, okay. And he goes all the way to his dressing room, picks up his banjo, and just plays the next notes and just puts it down and walks back. <laughs> but, <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see him play banjo with Kermit the Frog? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. I'm... Okay, I gotta show you that someday. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> But yeah, C. Martin was so cool. So the Rainbow Connection? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't know. Rainbow Connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> oh, Kermi. Um, Mr. Mushnik. I don't. I. I don't. That's a. They wanted. They originally wanted John Candy for that role. Really? But he didn't want to do it. He said, like, what else is there? And when they told him about the radio DJ, he was like, I'll do that. <laughs> he really didn't want to do much. But John Candy's the shit. I mean, yeah, man. that's how they would do the radio back in the day. Yeah. Like, all the noise, the things like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and the noise rackets and stuff. Like, oh, my God, I miss John Candy. I really no, did like gone way too much, way before his time. Yeah, but like, there's like so many films we could do of him, like um, <laughs> through the national, I'm sorry, National Lampoons. Uh, oh, who's Harry Crumb? That would have been a great franchise. And oh, they had that small part in Home Alone. Yeah, <laughs> the Poker King. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and. Okay, let's go with Audrey, the first one, because <laughs> her little voice. Uh, I I only I thought she was kind of annoying. <laughs> she was kind of like an olive oil oil type character. Yeah, and they originally wanted they tried to get Cindy Lauper, Barbara Streisand for the rose, but they didn't return the call or 
or you know weren't interested uh-huh. and they went with her because she was the original she was the she's the only member of the original production that was in the that was in the film really yeah and she, like the 19 the one from 1960s no the one 1982 uh-huh the, the 1982 states production oh okay okay she's okay, okay. the only original member that they cast in the row in and she was the singer yeah and she's actually a brunette she's not a blonde that was all fake. really yeah i i thought she was being like a, a adr over her i really thought she was blonde i'm yeah. so <laughs> well i was talking about her singing but okay oh no but her singing was good I, I thought it was someone else. Really? Yeah. Well, mainly because it would like switch from like this to yeah. like a fucking amazing voice. And I was like, oh, they're doing like a, a singing in the rain type of deal. Oh, I could see that. But no, like, well, I guess that's why she had to keep her voice low, not only to reflect the time, but also to like have it ready when she was going to like be belching like the high notes. Yeah. Because... Especially when it came to okay, the one song I didn't like really kind of was suddenly Seymour. <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, I'm probably gonna get hate mail for that, but it's just kind of like nah, I didn't like it. It was a little boring. It was like suddenly Seymour. Like I don't. Is that one of like the famous ones? I like is that so. every, one the one that everybody likes? Yeah. Fuck them. I think no. I, <laughs> in my opinion, I. I should have looked this up. I think everybody likes the the main title and the uh, the backstory of finding the plant. Okay, because like I know they did a parody. Of yeah, that I've on, seen a lot of parodies for that one specifically on, uh, on Family Guy too. Yeah, they they actually got Rick Moranis to come and do that part where he talks about Mort falling to the time machine. Yeah, and the the I've seen American Dad do a lot of like those style of like yeah yeah. Yeah, and that that ah god, downtown oh, uh, was my fucking favorite one. Uh, Mean Green Mother from Outer Space. That's a good one. And oh, oh, I, oh Phoebe. Um, Jim was it Jim? No, Jim, Judd, Judd, Stud, Jim, 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 the singer, Stud. What well, the the plant? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was uh Levi Stud. Levi Stud. Thank you, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry about that, guys. No, but Levi Stud had an amazing voice. He did, dude. When I was seeing this movie, I looked them up. Um, sorry, my source was Wikipedia, but <laughs> according to that, he was a top-notch guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I also, I mean, I googled him, but yes, <laughs> I mean the fact that that he was getting offered, like for with the four tops, they wanted to call it Levi. St- Levi Stud and the tops, and he was like, "No, he didn't want to overshadow his his band members." Yeah, he, like he didn't. He never went to solo careers. He did. He do anything else besides just this like voiceover? Or? No. Well, he did. He did voice work for um for this cartoon of Captain N and the Power. It's mm. a Nintendo. It's a Nintendo cartoon. Okay. And a few bits of uh voice work and. And spots here and there. Okay. He even performed the uh, the song at the Oscars because this oh, the, really? the Mean Green Mother was um nominated for best original best wow. original song, but it lost out to Wind Beneath My Wing. No, not Wind Beneath. Yeah, not that one. Uh, oh God, it's a one from Top Gun. Take my breath away. It lost to that one. Who sings that song? Uh, Burden. They they're in the list now. Fuck that, dude. She's yeah. pretty blonde. Nah, fuck off. But the song's annoying, but still. 
Yeah. Um, it take, is gonna take, take my breath away is on the fuck you list. Okay, we'll get to that. Now, now um, we have three people. <laughs> <laughs> Next to Christopher Nolan. Wait, three people? Yeah. Who's number well, two? The, the, the fat guy with the hat. Fat guy with the hat? Yeah. Who's that? The, 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 the documentary guy. Oh! Okay. Nolan walks um, into people's homes. Uh, I forgot to say, Michael Moore. <laughs> yeah, well, see, it's Christopher Nolan, Michael Moore. Fuck him, and now I'll take my breath away. It's a, now it just keep the longer you keep me here, the list is just gonna get longer. <laughs> Be careful with that list. Somebody got busted for having a list here in town. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, we will get to. Oh, my god. after what? Oh yeah, we're. <laughs> no. and that's a perfect time for me to um edit later <laughs> yeah <laughs> too soon <laughs> way too soon oh while i'm here i might as well take fifty dollars worth of roses fifty dollars <laughs> can you break a hundred a hundred uh, no well then i'll just have to take twice as many won't i twice as many twice as many twice as many <laughs> oh christ okay anyways fuck christopher nolan <laughs> where were we well we were talking about how great levi stud was yes he has an amazing voice and he was an amazing singer and he was a top-notch guy i like i have you know uh, sorry no continue. Go, no no i'm just gonna like keep, keep praising Le- levi stud yeah, but but um, uh, we're gonna say? i was gonna say he sounds like um Fuck, and now I need to find out who sings for Oogie Boogie. Oh, like that guy. Yeah. Oh, I thought he sounded like Little, little Richard. Really? Uh, a I, little, actually. I yeah, you know, you know what? Yes. I got a bit of a Little Richard from him. But, like, oh, man, no, he was good, dude. He was really... <laughs> and it's just like, um... Ah, uh, fuck, like, you know, like, I'm an... Like, you can't be talking. I'm an animated plant. Of course I'm talking. Or I forgot how he said it. But it was <laughs> the plant. And then he tells the plant to watch his mouth. <laughs> oh, one more thing I have to mention about whoa, whoa, whoa. this film. Wait, what are you going to say? No, no. Oh. This was filmed in England in Pinewood Studios. Really? The same studio that makes the most of the james bond films at the time it is pinewood studios is like the shit i like yeah like let me look it up just real fast so we could i could mention like all everything that's been done in pinewood studios it is i think the batman was done there the one with um uh tim burton memories all alone in the moonlight. That's all I know about that song. <laughs> I was just trying to fill up some time. Yeah, we're not doing a good job though. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyways, well, Pinewood Studios. Yes, they got. Oh wow, yeah, they they. It's like the James Bond studio because most of the James Bond's film, films have been there. Really? Yeah. Which are the ones that haven't been there? Is the question. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah i don't know but um let's see uh there's so much on the list but um space 1999 was there um in the 80s oh james bond for your eyes only octopussy a view to kill the living daylights aliens and batman were produced there in the 90s we had alien 3 
uh, Batman Returns, Golden Eye, Tomorrow Never Dies, The World Is Not Enough, or James Bond. And in the t- nothing in the 2000s, or at least according to this. And yeah, Disney Studios announced a 10-year lease of most of the Pinewood Studios. But so, oh, Mamma Mia was filmed there. Mama Ooh, Mia. That's, a, that's another movie I really like. Mamma Mia, here we go again. Uh, uh. Yeah, sorry. How can I, I resist you? <laughs> oh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Was, no, wait, is this? No, pro, uh, the Agent Willens. Uh, First Night, Princess Bride. No, no, I think I'm just going all over the place now. But so much has been filmed here. It's like list of Pinewood Studio Productions. Okay, it's Le- the League of Gentlemen. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? No, nah, but it is a different one. Mm, I don't want to hear about it then. Vampire Sur- The Watcher in the Woods, Superman 2, Dragon Slayer. Oh, you gotta see Dragon seen. Slayer. Oh, Crawl, Superman 3, Top Secret, Super Crawl? Girl. Like the, the the alligator one? No, Crawl, like the like the 80s one with the knife, with the blade. Oh, God, we gotta see that one. Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh, but you don't like sci-fi. But you're I, gonna like I, it. I'll, I'll watch it. It's 80s. I just Night don't like Star Trek. Interview with a Vampire, I First like, Night, Mission Impossible, Event Horizon, I've never The seen Fifth that Element. you never I've seen Event Horizon? I've never seen Event Horizon. Die and uh, uh, The Fifth Element is one of my favorite movies. The Hours, The Phantom of the Opera, never Charlie seen and the Chocolate Factory. I've seen that one. Uh, the Da Vinci Code. Justice for Johnny. 1408, Fred Claus, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Again, um, another se- uh, the Dark Knight. Well, no, I think some of the Dark Knight because most of that Dark was filmed in Chicago, Knight. and some Harry Potter films kick ass. Some Harry Potter films, sir. Well, mostly not. Well, I, I see uh, Prince the of Persia. Harry Potter, sir. Oh, the Harry Potter. I'm kidding. I don't, give a fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Captain America, X Men. Captain, Clash. which one? Hey, Dark Shadows was some was parts of it. Were really? Fuck yeah. yeah! I thought it was most. Y'all remember that episode? Yeah. We had to cut like 30 minutes of it. <laughs> yeah, because you went on a rant of I how did. much you hate Amber Heard. Well, oh my God. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Although so many people would agree with you on that. <laughs> oh my God, your laugh sounds so evil. <laughs> oh I thought God. I had an evil laugh. <laughs> Anyways, back to the movie. Anyway... Back to the Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. But, so, let's get into it. The original ending. Oh, where, where he's supposed to, like, fully take over, like, yeah. New York and just kill everybody? Yeah, it, it was going to end, like, in a B-style yeah. ending where, um, like, Audrey ends up dying. Yeah. And then Seymour sacrifices her to the plant. And then he's gonna commit suicide, and he's gonna jump off the building. Then he gets stopped by that um, rights guy. Well, that's not John Belushi; it was a different actor. And they wanted Seymour to sign off on the rights, but Seymour refused. And the guy said, "Well, you know what? Um, plants are in public domain, so I really don't need your signature." And he had he had like a little baby plant of Audrey too. And he got it because of the snippets of the plant. So it's, they didn't really need Seymour. Mm-hmm. They were going to do it anyway. It was just kind of like a courtesy um, a courtesy buy, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. And 
then Seymour goes and confronts Audrey too, and the big musical number, and then Audrey too ends up eating Seymour, and then it then it goes into a song number called "Don't Feed the Plant," and it's basically like you know like all of the Audrey two like a lot of Audrey twos are attacking the city's towns yeah. military can't do nothing, and it's total B movie. Yeah, like have you seen it? I've I've seen um. Either like animations of it, uh-huh. or just like someone explaining it. Okay, so I guess that's part of me. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's like this was before. It was kind of a legend that they didn't think existed. Uh-huh. And then when it got released on DVD the first time, uh-huh. Frank Oz said that he had a copy, but it was kind of like a test screening of a in black and white, uh-huh. and it's. And that's another reason why that it didn't get put in because the test screen audiences didn't like that ending. Well, they wanted the, the, you know, like the happy ending. Yeah, they wanted a happy ending. Well, how did the original end? Like that, like that. It was like a, like that's such a downer moment for everybody dies and the plants takes over, and it was just it was at that moment that Frank Oz said that he learned the difference between a stage production and a th- uh, a stage audience and a theatrical audience. Uh-huh. And well, it, it made him realize that, like, what works in the stage is not going to translate well. So, so in the stage audience, uh, I mean, in the stage play, it ends with everybody dying? Yeah. Okay. And in the film version, it ends with, like, it has a happy ending because film audiences want a happy ending. Because they're bitches. Yeah. <laughs> But if you if you look at it, because uh, I saw this like a thirty minute video of a, a video essay on YouTube about it, uh-huh. where it explains how if you look at certain scenes, you if you, if if seeing the original version from the theater is what we're used to, then then we kind of want that happy ending, like you know we kind of want these characters to be together. But if we're an audience that is more well known to the stage than we want these people to die. And, you know, it's that's just like how it always is with adaptations, you know? Yeah. yeah. People always either. You're not, you know, you can't please everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, it, it you know, it just, it, and it always goes back to like, oh, the book was better or the, the book ending or they missed this in the book or stuff. Well, it, it happens all the time. So, with, especially with, with productions. Yeah. So, but you know what? We are going to hit pause on this jammer and we I'm going to show you that ending. Okay, fuck yeah. So, we'll be right we'll be back. back guys. Yeah, and with Tim's commentary. Well, Tim's reaction live, you know, not live, but still we'll see it. Pseudo live. I can't. Stop him. Look, maybe I can squeeze a little more out of this one. More, 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 more. There isn't any more. What do you want me to do, slit my wrists? <sighs> oh boy, look, I got an idea. I'm gonna go down to Schmendrick's and pick you up some nice chopped sirloin. Must be blood. Tui, that's disgusting. Must be fresh. I don't wanna hear- Okay, we are back and I just showed Tim the original ending. Well, without the seem without the Audrey Chu eating Audrey and Seymour, but still. What did you think of that ending? The I original ending? Loved it. Yeah. I fucking loved it. Dude, they they went way over budget on this film. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, well, and they didn't use that fucking ending. Yeah, Jesus Christ. They the, the, uh, again the test audiences didn't like it. They didn't like the fuck downer endings, and 
But dude, they went through all that stuff, like and, all the puppeteers yeah. and stuff, and like they did amazing work with the with the plant, like the puppeteer and stuff. Yeah. But just to make those miniature Audreys yeah, and yeah, walking dude. around all Godzilla style, fuck. dude, I fucking love that. Yeah, man, it's so so a, a, a little off the the beaten path, right? Yeah, but but are they gonna like? eventually take over the world right yes see the director um not director but the part of the financiers was was his, is his music company mm-hmm. uh called gaffin gaffin records or the gaffin company um they um they kind of wanted a happy ending but frank oz fought for the for the for the yeah. downer ending but after test audiences, they kind of got the happy ending, and also the Gaffin um, wanted, um, excuse me, he wanted to leave like an open ending for a possible sequel. I, I saw that. I saw that at the end. So if it did well, then they could have had like a franchise. So did it not? Nope. Oh, this is a one and done. Really? And that's good though. Yeah, it was. It's a beautiful fucking. Movie. It, it's, it's a great film, man. Yeah. I, I think having a sequel to this would have probably hurt its appeal yeah because it's just you can't get lightning in the bottle twice yeah you can or as they say you can't put the genie in the back in the bottle once you take it out and can't get the genie back in the lightning yes that too or something like that but oh god it's just like (laughs) so crazy because like the uh, i think the audience of the 80s 80s audiences weren't like it's Our not bitches. yeah it's not like how it is today where people can you know for for the audience the modern audience of today kind of would accept a dark ending mm-hmm. and 80 and an audience of the 80s kind of wants a happy ending yeah and most of the films of the 80s do really have the, a happy the ending. hero needs to win yeah yeah and it it, it, it wouldn't work back then it would work now, but I hope they don't. I, I really can't. I really hope they don't make a remake of this. You think they're gonna make a remake? I hope not. Yeah. I hope not. But there was also a cartoon. Really? Ah, uh, I remember Jesus seeing a cartoon Christ. on Fox. I'll have to look it up. I think it's called Little Shop of Horrors or something. Little, little Pet Shop of Horrors. Little, 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 even more little. Yeah, Shop of Horrors. Because had to do with like a, a teenage Seymour or something. I don't know. I'll mm-hmm. have to look it up. I should have done my homework for that one. But that, dude, that, en- dude, I see that ending and I'm thinking like Godzilla and like all those plants just like yeah. walking around. Okay, so this is what is called, I think it's called the Vampire Dilemma, right? Yeah. Where it's like if vampires were real, right? And they were all eating. So you had three different or four different types of vampires, right? Yeah, which are like your Draculas, which are like stay in their ca- in their castles, will like eat once in a while and then go back to sleep, right? Yeah. And then you have your like your savage vampires. Yeah. That just kill. Yes. Right. And then you kind of get like your like um, like Nosferatu's only works in the night. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, what it is is that like, after they've eaten everybody. Yes. What are they going to eat? Sure. Right? So wouldn't Audrey 2 then maybe keep us as like cows? Yeah. 
instead of killing everybody because it seems at the ending of this movie it, it looks like surprise bitch we're gonna kill her and we take over the world yeah um um even the dogs are gonna fucking die yeah they look like they're that carnivorous yeah but now did you make that valid point there because it's like they really don't have it's not like they 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 plan anything Oh no! I was just I was just fucking thinking about it. No, I'm thinking about it too now because like you know like you you, you see if one dies, then okay, one dies. Like, do they have like a hive mind, or I, did they or they just like individual they thinkers? Had, well, they all had the same voice, so I imagine it's a hive mind. Well, I I gotta point that out too. That laugh in that original ending was kind of getting annoying. Really? Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> it was just kind of like. Yeah, it, it was kind of getting to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like it's just like oh, <laughs> like, like, I, I enjoyed that thing, you know, the crashing down and everything. Yeah, you know, most of that, I for okay. So I do not know how they got that original ending. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was if they found it like in a studio vault because they had. Um, I think that this was the guy they hired. Um, they hired a visual effects supervisor, um, Brian, um, no, Brian Freren. Uh-huh. I forget. I think that's his name. I don't know. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. Anyway, they hired one guy to get 12 people to search a lot of votes to find footage because the one that Frank Oz had was black and white. It was really in bad shape. So this team searched high and low uh-huh. for this ending to get it just right and wow i'm just like this so this clip was released for like the dvd this this was released on blu-ray in 2012 oh really yes it hasn't been that long since this clip has been because the original dvd was released in 97 Uh but then it got um is the first they i it is the first dvd to ever be recalled at the time really? because of that original ending because they recalled it because it wasn't supposed to be there so it is now to get an original dvd copy of little shop of horrors yeah. with the original feature of that ending <laughs> it is a rare item that's badass it is it's a collector's market yeah. it's like one of the first rare rare collectible dvds out there that's fucking sweet and um and when it got released and when it got released um, again, they released it with just like the simple features. Yeah. It wasn't until 2012 that they released a big Blu-ray edition with all this stuff because, you know, Warner Brothers likes to, well, you know, like when it's Blu-ray, they like to pack a lot of shit. They want to give yeah. you your money's worth. Yeah. And that's what we got. So. I remember Blu-rays for like two years and then it died. Yeah. Well, well, remember that war? The 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 it was between the war between Blu-ray and HD, mm-hmm. and Blu-ray ended up on top. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, no, you're probably still young at the time. I I, I lived through that war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, you're young, man. I went. I lived through the. I don't the, know what the, it was, man. I lived first. I lived through the first Iranian war. Oh my god. <laughs> the 90s, man. No. I was there when they had to relocate WrestleMania 7 to the other place. Really? Yeah, because it was definitely. What's WrestleMania? 
Oh god! Oh god! We gotta do a wrestling movie one day. <laughs> I'm fucking trying. I never, I never seen Ready to Rumble. We should do that one day. Okay with that. <laughs> sure. Uh, no, Nacho no. Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre. Oh, we should do that one day too. Yeah, it was a cult movie. No, you know one we should do now. What? Uh, later down the line, we should do The Last Dragon. Never heard of it. I'm I know. Done. I'm done watching. Yeah, but um, so um, what do you rate this film? Little shop, little shop <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, hmm. I'm debating it, giving it a perfect score. Oh wow, our uh, first perfect score. Are you uh, serious? Uh, well, you know what? Sorry, I can't. Oh, let's, oh. Do, let's do a four point five. Four, oh, well, that's close. That's yeah. we almost got that five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we almost got that five. I can't, guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> that girl's uh, voice is just really annoying. <laughs> I can't even do it. It Sorry, has that. Doctor. It has that olive garden feel. Olive olive oil feel. <laughs> yeah. Who's that? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she was in true. She was in total. She was in total recall. <laughs> but you know what? I, I think this recording is better than our Toxic Avenger. Oh, definitely. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Because apologize for that, guys. Yeah, because like we totally like um, <laughs> we had the movie in the background, and this time <laughs> two ADHD adults trying to do two things at the same time and clearly not working. <laughs> <laughs> this time we learned. Now we know. <laughs> now we know never to have the film in the background. Unless we're gonna do like a a live com no not not li- live commentary not, not like commentary but like unless we're gonna like director's cuts <laughs> <laughs> it's just us in a British accent <laughs> oh no like the the, the <laughs> you know what we should do we should we, we should start like thinking about doing some of these on video sure I'm down <laughs> oh man but um uh, no, okay so I give it a I give it a four. I'll give it a four. I, I liked okay. it. It has a lot of nostalgia value to me. I like the songs. Um, I grew up in this film. Rick Moranis is a shit. And that's uh, yeah. Ellen Green was okay. She did have the annoying voice. I've only seen one movie. Well, now about two movies from Rick Moranis. What? Which ones? Uh, uh, Ghostbusters. Of course. Because I have a soul. Yeah. And, um, and the Honey, I Shrank the Kids. Oh. Oh, you gotta see Spaceballs. Really? I've never seen that movie. Oh, dude, if you're a, wait, you're not a Star Wars fan, are you? I'm not. Oh, man. I'm if not you, a sci-fi fan, I'm sorry. But, but you still like it, dude, because like, okay. Spaceballs is the shit. It's like Airplane, but with Star Wars and okay. Star Trek. And Star Trek. Star Trek. It's, it makes fun of Star Trek. <laughs> it Don't does. And it's Mel Brooks. Okay. The, the King Mel Brooks. Oh, man. Okay, so like any shout outs or plugs today? Um, oh well, shout out to Kaiocho, uh Hype and Hobby, and uh, one thousand four Garfield Lane, Laredo, Texas, Laredo, Texas, seven eight zero forty five. I might go. Wait, I might go there later. You said it's right by the Old Mercy Hospital. It's by the Old Mercy Hospital. Yeah. I might go by there later today or yeah. tomorrow. Um, I maybe. just broke the door a couple days ago. So. You did? Yeah. How drunk were you? I wasn't actually. Were you high? No, I wasn't even on drugs. Is the issue? <laughs> um, 
we were trying to fix something and I leaned too much on like the little pressure. Yeah. And I broke it. Damn. Yeah. It's fine. She got insurance. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're pretty, pretty sure they're gonna charge you an extra tax for. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Are they on your list? I told too? you. They, they, yeah, now they're on their list. Um, no, they have a Jonesy and Shorzy. Shorzy. No, Jonesy and Riley. Jonesy. Oh, yeah. speaking of that, I heard that Shorzy's got a. It a starts fucking, today. Really? Yeah, on May 26th, the time that we're recording, uh-huh. episodes drop today. Really on Hulu? On Hulu. Badass. I'll probably get Hulu again. Oh yeah, you should do. Mm-hmm. You should. <laughs> well, I could always send you my account. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, never mind. Um, oh, fuck your account. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like, I just heard you like, fuck you. Your mom's gay. Your mom. Your mom. Fuck you, Randy. Your mom scratched my back so much that Jonesy's mom's starting to wonder. <laughs> Does your friend have uh, Doctor Who figures? Um, he only has, uh, the 12th doctor with the guitar for 45, mm. 45 or 65 dollars. I have the regular one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't have the one with the, oh, well, yeah, like the one, with the, the one that's sp- under the, the one with the guitar. With the spoon or the yes, Sonic? With the Sonic. Okay. Yeah. Um, Infinity uh, Power One Collectibles on Shido Drive. Oh, it's by a storage place next to the mm. Pizza 550. Mm-hmm. And, um. Mm-hmm. They're great people. They, I support them. They support me. They're fu- oh yes. Now that Nolan is out of school because he's a teacher, we are gonna be on the lookout for our Christopher re- Nolan? huh? Christopher Nolan? <laughs> no, not Christopher Nolan. No, I'm not hanging out with that fuck. <laughs> hanging out with another guy named Nolan. <laughs> but be on the lookout because we are gonna record our testimonial. Of Texas Frightmare, our journey, our adventure, the long wait in line. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you telling me. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're going to get to that episode soon. And yes, but uh, my rec- my shout out is for Infinity Power Collectibles. Okay. And uh, oh, my recommendation, Shorzy. Shorzy. Spinoff of Lettered Kenny. Uh, my recommendation. Um. David Tennant is coming back to Doctor Who, so watch Doctor Who, so yeah. that you know who he is. Blimey, or Alonzi? Alonzi? <laughs> when I say blimey, it's it's, uh, it's British, yeah, not Australian. I mean, they just, they just. I fucking told you, by the way. Yeah, you did tell me. Yeah, <laughs> punk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, yeah, we're good. Okay, yes, thank you, everybody, old and new listeners. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Tim, and y'all have a good, safe day. 